Hello there, my name is Jocelyn Chong, CEO of City Sequoia. I want to personally welcome you to this podcast because this podcast is created for you to learn from entrepreneurs who made it to multiple six figures and I know that their story and journey will inspire you. Now, let's begin. Hey, Lily, thank you so much for joining this podcast called Something Magical. It is a privilege to have you on board and it's been wonderful getting to know you over the period of the last nine months, really. And I would love to hear about your story. And today with this podcast, we'd love to share with our audience around your story, who you are and your nuggets of wisdom. So audience, my name is Jocelyn Chong. I'm a business and financial coach with 20 years in banking finance. I've invited Lily as my guest today to talk about all things numbers because that's her real passion and her genius zone. So over to you, Lily. Tell us about you and your business about bookkeeping. Awesome. Oh my gosh, thank you, Jocelyn, for um, giving me this opportunity to to be part of your podcast, I'm so privileged. So I'm Lily. If um, if you guys haven't known, I'm proud mom of two beautiful kids. My daughter is ten, and my son is seven at the moment. Husband of twelve years. Yeah, I often say that I need a long service leave <laughs> and a spoodle. A little dog called Spoot, uh, Spoodle called um, Milo. So we love everything as a family. We love everything um, active, adventurous, and fun. Um, but aside from family, I'm also founder of Bookkeeping by Lily. So I've been in this industry, bookkeeping industry, for probably nearly nearly 20 years. have been in biz owner for five years. and. I can proudly say that I successfully built my business from ground zero to six figures empire. I am very, very passionate in educating and empowering women business owners in really knowing their numbers to enable them to strive in their business and having that clarity to make a better financial decision within, you know, both business and life. That is so good. You know, we know that it's so important for entrepreneurs to really scale their business and build clarity around how they can grow their business to multiple six figure. And where we would like you to tell us more is that five years ago, when you decide to shift to become your own boss, tell us that point of decision. How did you make that decision? Five years ago, it, it, it sounds like a long time, but I still remember every step that I took from, you know, finally deciding to quit my job without no, you know, without any plan to, you know, be my own boss. While I was employed in the corporate world, I didn't feel like you know, I'm satisfied. I didn't feel happy at all because every day when I turn up to the to work, I feel like it's not my passion. It's not something that fulfills me. I don't feel satisfied, right? It's not the things that I, I'm born to do with, if you know what I mean. But I think that I had, I really had these kind of anxieties 
going to work because because of the toxic environment that I'm in. I didn't know better because, you know, you literally, you know, you didn't know what you don't know. Like when you're employed in a corporate world, all you think about is, you know, I need to climb the ladder. I need to be the best. I need to prove myself. And those are the things that I did before, like, Wanting to prove to other people how good I am. Like wanting to to get some sort of feedback from my manager or from my team members. Like trying to satisfy other people instead of knowing myself and ask myself, am I happy? Right? Because these are the simple, simple questions that we often ask our friends, but we don't really actually, you know, ask ourselves, what am what are we doing? Are we happy? Are we satisfied? And all that, you know, all that stuff. So all this thing happened, you know, when I decided to change from corporate world to be my own boss, it happened literally um, after I had my second kids. Like I was like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. I can't live this kind of life where it's all lies, where it's all like trying to making other people happy, trying to satisfy other people instead of satisfying myself because I truly believe that everything starts from within, from yourself. And if I'm not fulfilled and happy, my family can feel the energy and I do not want, that's the last thing that I want my kids to feel like, why is mom feeling like this? Is this normal? I didn't want to be that kind of role model. I want them to see me as a role model, as live the life that we, that I desire, that makes me happy because I so truly believe that this exists and hence why I literally no plan at all, <laughs> quit my corporate well and start from ground zero without knowing what to do, without knowing where to find my first client. I have no idea how to be a business owner, but I just did it because I know in my heart that this is the right decision. Oh, Lily, you mentioned so many points that I could relate to. Things like office politics, things like <laughs> climbing and really chasing the red race trying to prove yourself to the managers, trying to get for feedback, but it was just like crickets, you know, not really seeking the inner happiness, but trying to make other people happy. And that seeking approval from others is definitely all the points that you mentioned that I have also personally experienced over the last 20 years in the corporate world. So it is quite such area that a lot of people wanting to really seek out how we can transition out of that sort of mindset that is really unhealthy, that doesn't really serve us in the long term. It may give us financial benefit for short term because we need to pay bills, we need to pay our mortgage. But surpassing that, are we truly happy? And that was really a question that you said. And I believe, you know, we should really ask, what is true happiness? What is Mm. happiness from within Because happiness from within doesn't necessarily mean that we need to have lots and lots of money, but happiness abundance is something Mm. we are experiencing. Abundance of time, abundance of healthy lifestyle, abundance of raising, you know, two beautiful children that you have got, abundance in a happy marriage that is enriching, that is really blossoming. Mm. You know, those are the things that are far more valuable. And sometimes we do chase for the wrong things. That is just something that 
you know, you mentioned that you decide, you just do it mm. and you are where you are today because you chose to make that decision and really, yeah. really turn it around, turning those breakdowns into really strong breakthroughs in your life. And today you are scaling your business to the next level. That is such an important point in terms of when you shifted to become your own boss. Tell us one of the biggest challenges you faced when you first started to build your own business. Oh my gosh, Jocelyn. I, I actually love this question because from outsider point of view, they might not have any idea of what we have actually been through while building this empire. But my biggest, biggest challenge was being on my own. Like no one no help at all and not knowing who to ask for help actually. Like, I felt alone in this journey for the first, I would say for the first two years. Basically, I did not know what, what I don't know and basically fell into that trap of employee mindset again. As you know, you have, have mentioned earlier, the mindset point of view. It's so important as in if you surround yourself with those people who are like-minded, you basically will climb the business owner ladder <laughs> easier and more, more fulfillment. Like for me, for the first two years, I have no one to ask for help. My family didn't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> My friends, I have no friends in the entrepreneurial world. So they don't know what I'm going through. Like, so, um, like I mentioned before, I don't know what to, you know, how to start a business. I don't know that, you know, you have this, all these obstacles that you have to go through while starting the business. Because when I start the business, one thing I have my, um, I have on my mind is wanting to help people. That's it. And that's all I know. <laughs> so for me, the biggest challenge would be, you know, not being on my own and not being able to ask for help and don't know that I can actually ask for help as well. So, um, you know, my husband wasn't there, not that he wasn't there, but he's, he's busy, you know, in his own world, corporate world as well. So it didn't take me time to really realize that I was still in that employee mindset bubble after I moved to um, Melbourne three years ago. So that was when I realized I have done it all wrong from the start. Like, you know, having a business, it shouldn't be so hard. It shouldn't be so, feel so hard because from my point of view, when you build your own empire, when you're doing something that you love, you should, it should be, flowing so easily right and I didn't realize this until I moved here and I was like wow my whole mindset of being an entrepreneur changed and that was when my business started to strive and grow and yeah uh, yeah it's just it's just amazing to see how mindset plays like a big part of this when you're trying to create something amazing that you are already having? Uh, I could relate so much to feeling alone. When I first started my business and I was pretty much on a lonely journey. And the worst part was when you uh, mentioned about don't know who to ask, don't know what to ask, 
<laughs> I ask, but I ask the wrong people. <laughs> and I was like asking yeah. people in the corporate world for people who are building their own business and they gave me all these referrals. And I had amazing amount of coffees with so many females, but they were mm. so unsupportive of my journey as an entrepreneur, believe it or not. They were like, oh, wow. I don't think so. You should really start your own business. You know, you've been really successful in a corporate world. Why do you want to start your own business? It's challenging. And they were literally talking me out of this journey. And I was <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? And um, wow. it was so, so hard to get through. And and then, you know, I realized that I need to stop doing coffee chats with these people because they are not the kind of vibe, tribe, and mm. mindset that I want to adopt. And from yeah. that point, when I call it detoxing all the <laughs> friendships and relationships, I realized that I started to open room. I started to allow like-minded people to come into my world. And that was really intentional. And when I intentionally invite you know, entrepreneurs that are inspiring, the door just flung open. And it was really a time where I started to know so many more female entrepreneurs who just want to champion your success, who want to speak Mm. life, who are secure about your success and who just want to stir you to be better. It was like a whole new world out there. But I totally get you because I experienced that myself and it was hard. It was not easy. But I think, I hope that our audience will learn from Mm. our journey that we need to also ask from the right tribe and be surrounded by the like-minded people. So I'm really, really happy that, you know, three years ago, you decided that, you know what, there is a tribe out there that can support you, that can champion you, that can celebrate your success, that can see you grow, see you thrive, Mm. see you scale your business to the next level and just flung the floodgates of heaven to just open more opportunities for you. So excited. (laughs) Next question that I'm curious to know is that our audience, obviously, a lot of them are moving from corporate into entrepreneurship. And you have a lot of tools and a lot of concepts that you use to be successful over the last three years to build that multiple six-figure income. Tell us maybe three of those tools that you apply on a daily basis to really ensure that it is such great success habits that you can (laughs) um, inspire our audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like all these habits or tools and advisors, we get a lot of this, you know, from left, right and center. I've personally tried quite a few, but that's the thing. Like there's no one template to, to one solution. We have to actually try different methods and try and find out what is, you know, best suitable for your business and your life as well. So for my top three, I truly, truly believe this is my top three. Number one is morning routine. I so like practice this morning routine for for the last, I would say for the last one, last year, for the last one whole year, this is my morning routine that I stick to, right? So my morning routine might look like waking up, non-disturb I do (laughs) I do not like people disturb me when I wake up I need to wake up 
as it flows, right? I don't want any alarm clock. I don't want any, like, you know, my husband screaming at me, wake up! <laughs> Those, you know, scenario, because it will literally ruin my day. So my new morning routine is just very flowy, as in I might not have a certain time or period, set time or period, but it's very flowy. But it always starts with waking up slowly, and you know, having my lemon water or celery juice, which I just started because um, you know, I'm into this detoxing period now. Why not? <laughs> and after that, I'll do my Pilates and yoga session every morning because I feel like you know, like when when I'm calming in a calming state and very centered, then I am literally setting my intentionally setting my morning to a good start so that is very very important to me right so the first would be morning routine and the second is basically knowing your number Jocelyn you will know that I'm all for (laughs) knowing your number so basically when you this this would be one of the very very important advice that I give to all the entrepreneurs you know, like starting your business or while you are striving your business. Knowing your number within your business is a key factor to have a striving, um, a very successful business. So without knowing that, you are literally driving your car in a very, very foggy weather where you don't know where to go and you are so scared to move forward. So those are the feelings that you want you don't want to have when you are building your successful business the third and the final one i know you would love this jocelyn invest into your own business for example hiring a coach who can strive you who can make you accountable who can hold your hand to go through the roadblocks that you have Right, or you can, you know, delegating tasks or outsource anything that you are not great at and concentrate and intentionally use your time to focus in on in your genius zone because time is money, time is very important. You will hear that everyone said, Oh my gosh, I'm busy, I have no time. I don't believe that if you are setting your time intentionally to each specific task that you want to solve or complete, then you can, right? So it's all about delegating and outsourcing to the right professional. So those are my top three (laughs) advices I can give to your listeners. I hope it helps them. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I would agree with you a billion times. Like, you know, the morning routine, I so agree with that because I know that I do the morning routine as well. I do mine with journaling, meditation and exercise. So the first hour for me is really making sure that I set my day, like Lydia's mentioned, with intention. And knowing your numbers without a doubt, it is so important to know your numbers. For anyone who's doing business, if that is not something that you're interested in, I highly recommend that you even get some basic understanding because it is so important to know your numbers because numbers will help you measure your business success. You can work as hard as you can possibly do. Ultimately, if your business is not delivering the profit you are looking for, 
and you're spending more than you are making. And a lot of people do make a lot, but they don't know their numbers and they can spend. And we have seen there's so many businesses around going through COVID-19 now, going through receivership because those owners are unaware of their numbers. And they also become overly creative with their numbers. At the end of the day, it hurt them more than helped them. So I would really, really encourage my audience to really speak to Lily, book in a discovery call with her, talk to her about, you know, what bookkeeping is all about. Talk to her about how we can get to know more about numbers and get some really strong foundation understanding around money mindset around managing money mindset, around nurturing money mindset, because that is so powerful. You can make lots of money, but money flow, and if it's not well taken care of, it Mm -hmm. is not going to help. Absolutely. And the final one, you know, both Lily and I, (laughs) we are true investors in terms of self-development. Both of us are in business networking group. We learn, we grow, we thrive, we refer to others and others refer back to us. And also we are very prepared to invest in a coach because we know that they will strive to help us be better. They will empower us to really help us see our blind side and help us point us to a next, next direction and level us up because it is so important for us to stretch. And sometimes, you know, to a certain level when we run business, we can get a little bit too complacent and complacency (laughs) will not be good because then the business will be stale. Like Lily has mentioned, you know, invest in a coach, you know, outsource, you know, outsource to someone. So Lily outsources areas in a business to a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So do I. So when I recognize areas that I am not strong in, I outsource too. And Lily at the moment is hiring for VA. So if you check out her social media and you're VA and you're listening to this podcast, ask her, check out and apply because it is amazing to work with someone like her who will inspire you not through the work that you are going to do with her, but she's also a business leader in her industry And you will be very pleased to know that she will also empower you, lead you, help you be better and inspire you to be a better person as well. So definitely. Our next question, Lily, we are in lockdown in Victoria. Yeah. And hopefully we are going to ease back into stage three in not too long a distant future. What was your favorite moment of relaxation during lockdown in Victoria? My favorite moment is, well, obviously in Victoria now, school, we are doing, you know, homeschooling and all that. So my two kids um, homeschooling while, you know, me and my husband is working at home. So I tend to just take it easy, not being so pressured in, or are they doing this or are they doing that? And also for myself, if I know that I can't take it anymore, I will just stop everything and just go out for a walk with them. I always try to make it fun because I, yeah, for me, like working hard is another thing, but uh, without having fun in work, it's just, yeah, there's no point, <laughs> right? So I make sure that I, 
you know, being creative about my work and the time that I spend around it and make sure that my family is there when they need my time, I'm there with them. So yeah, just don't be pressured. Like, yeah, I don't like to be pressured. I'm good being pressured. (laughs) But with the family here, I basically cherish the time that I have with them at the moment. Like, Post-COVID, I don't think it's going to be this this easy going <laughs> with the kids' activities. So, yeah, the favorite thing for me to relax is just not do anything and just spend time with them. That is so, so cool. And for those listeners listening when we're still in COVID-19, <laughs> you get the gist of being in stage four in Victoria because we are the only state in Australia that's going through yes. such intensity on lockdown. Mm. So thank you so much for sharing with us all your nuggets of wisdom. And I want to end with one question for you. (laughs) A fun question. I'd like to know if you could commit one crime without being caught, what would that be? Oh my gosh. You are challenging me. Commit one crime. Probably, maybe... You know, swim in at the beach naked. <laughs> that would be, be a crime. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking oh, of the naked beaches. They can do that in Australia. Yes, yes, there is, but I have never done it before. I won't mind trying. I don't know if that's a crime. Maybe for beaches that you're not allowed to do that is a crime. But I would want to feel that because. Um, yeah, it's something I haven't done before and something that I think I can challenge myself. <laughs> All right. I am up for that too. It will be pretty fun. It will be pretty fun. Yes. Awesome. That is so, so cool. Well, I really, really enjoyed this time together. And I hope that our audience really enjoyed all the questions and all the conversations that we went through in this podcast. I'll leave you all with a wonderful time of listening and don't forget to check out the rest of the courses that I have created. Thank you very much, everyone. See you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope that the information we shared have inspired you and gave you tips to build your business and level up to the next level. Please subscribe to this podcast leave me a review and also share this podcast with anyone who you see will benefit with the information we've shared. Check out the show notes for the free course that I've created and my website details as well. Let's hang out on Instagram and Facebook. Bye for now. See you on the next episode.